Hi, I'm Don, I'm a compulsory reader. I'm really kind of jazzed to speak at this meeting. This meeting was a big part of my recovery when I came back into program um, 19 years ago. February 16th, 2002 was my first meeting after a 10-year relapse in which I gained an incredible amount of weight. I was about 475 pounds, and um, I don't know how this is going to, what effect this is going to be, but this is my belt from back then, and I guess you can't really see that. Anyway, how about that? Anyway, so I had to... Um, you know, it was like the whole couldn't fit in airplane seats. Uh, I had to, um, I had trouble reaching around to wipe myself after I went to the bathroom. So I had to go, you know, take a shower after I went to the bathroom. Um, just a lot of um, not being able to move around in the world uh, very well. Um, and uh, well, I think I was always a compulsive eater. One of my first memories is I had this aunt who made this um, this uh, German pie called a Linza Torta. And so I remember at like three or four years old running around the house because I saw her coming up the driveway with this tin foil covered or aluminum foil covered thing. And I'm screaming, Tante Linza Torta, Tante Linza Torta. And um, I mean, I was lit up like, you know, the crack is on its way here. My mom um, told me that one of my first words was humming, which is, of course, ice, uh, baby talk for ice cream. Um, so it was with me for a long time. My parents, my mom had a bit of food insecurity because in World War II, and I think that kind of got passed down. But they were, you know, they were a stable, loving family, and it was, you know, middle-class white suburbia and you know, just... Food was love. Um, food was a reward when we got good grades and, um, you know, stuff like that. I did, uh, I was always kind of a pudgy kid, um, got teased for being fat, was always sort of into sports. So um, that kept it moderately under control, but I was always fat. Um, did uh, Weight Watchers when I was 10. My mom did that. I did Atkins when I was 17. I did three 21 day fasts when I was 20, 21. And that got me down to like 200 pounds, which is sort of this like magic number weight. Um, at least it was. So, you know, I hadn't had many girlfriends at that point. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, thin. And so I had one, one, one relationship that lasted six weeks, one that lasted six months and one that lasted five years. And, um, I have a son who's, uh, He's 35 now, and his mom um, is, uh, she's, she was a really good cook, and I like to eat. And she's in the hospital right now. She's, um, my son is going through a lot, and I'm kind of trying to, you know, figure out where, what I feel. It's, you know, this is a relationship that ended 30 years ago, and haven't really talked to her much in the past 15 beyond, you know, you know, we, we talked about our, my son when we were raising him, and now he's, you know, that's the last time we really talked is 15 years ago, and now it doesn't look like she's going to be able to leave the hospital. So, um, you know, I feel more for him than anything else. Anyway, so uh, I took, I quit smoking um, when I was 28. And um, that kind of 
put a it, it gave me a um, a vision of what quitting an addiction was like. You know, I, I I saw that there was a lot of withdrawal, but that it would, there was an end to it. And it was kind of similar to the the kicking the sugar addiction. Um, so in we we split up in '88, and I took him to Marin County and raised him as a single dad. And um, you know, I kind of knew I needed to do something about my weight. And, you know, by then I was like bouncing around 300 pounds. Anyway, I, I came into, I went to OA um, first in 1989, and uh, I guess I dieted down to about 250, and then I then I started. Then I, I found how, and I started doing, you know, the the um, God, it must have been 1,500 calories on that food plan with the magic bread and the four ounces of protein for dinner. Um, and I dropped like 50 pounds in six weeks. And I had a sponsor who, um, she was this like grandmotherly type. And she was, you know, um, very religious. And she didn't want to hear my my um, fifth step. because So she had somebody from her church take it. And it was all kind of cute. And um it, but it worked, and I was abstinent for six months. I actually got down to 187 pounds, and people were asking me, you know, if I was, are you sick, um, kind of stuff. So, uh, and then I, I don't know, I slipped on the magic bread, and I was doing these century bike rides, and the, um, the, um, the rest stops were like, you know, peanut butter and granola, and just, you know, binging. And so I wound up slipping and sliding. Um, and I was like two years, two or three years in and out of the program and, um, weight was bouncing around, you know, I'd have like bouts of abstinence and bouts of bouts of relapse. Um, and eventually I just, I stopped trying, you know, I, I basically quit program and I gained, uh, a few hundred pounds or a couple of hundred pounds and I got up to 475. And I was alone for most of that time. I met this, um, I met somebody online and somehow convinced her to move here from New Mexico. And that was like 2001. And um, I was, you know, close to 500 pounds uh, at that point. And I don't know, just something about that made me want to go back to OA. So. February 16th, 2002, I walked back into a room in um, San Rafael, and there was one woman there who I knew from my time before, and she was like, oh, Donnie, it's so good to see you. You know, welcome back. We can, and it gave me, like, hope. I thought, oh, I can do this again, you know? Um, and so I left that meeting, and I went out to a, a bookstore, and I got a diet book. Um, and uh, it it prescribed a plan of eating and I followed it. It made sense. And I lost, uh, lost a bunch of weight. Um, and so that was February. We, we started doing counseling sometime like in May or something like that. And, um, also around that time, people started saying, Oh, you should check out the century meeting in the city. And I'm, so this is, I'm living in Nevada, which is 20 miles, 25 miles north of the city. And um, 
you know, I kept hearing about this meeting. Oh, you should check it out. It's on a Tuesday night. Well, we were doing counseling on Tuesday nights. And then the, the, the counselor went away for the month of August and took a vacation. And I started coming to this meeting. And this was great. I mean, there were people here who had taken off hundreds a hundred pounds. And I didn't. I didn't think that was possible. You know, I and to see more than one of them, more than five of them in a room, have a speaker every week who's lost a hundred pounds. How do you find that? Well, you know, where where do I sign up for this? And um, so when the therapist came back, I was kind of like, no, thank you. I've got something better to do on Tuesday nights. And you know, I started coming here. Um, you know, it was it's a forty five minute. It was a forty five minute drive from where I was living. And um, yeah, parking and all that other shit, but it was worth it. You know, I met my sponsor here. Um, I worked the steps. I I had a program of recovery. I started doing a, um, a an inventory every day, and um, I lost two hundred fifty pounds in three years. And um, then I met somebody in program and. Um, got married and moved to El Cerrito and, you know, pro program. I mean, I still was doing program and I was still, so when I, the first thing I did um, from that February was I stopped eating sugar, uh, stopped eating, you know, sort of dessert level sugar, the, the um, cakes, pies, cookies, cheesecake, uh, you know, all that stuff, um, donuts. And, and I haven't had any of that in, in 19 years now. Um, but after my life started getting bigger, my food started getting a little bigger and I was eating, you know, it was still mostly abstinent food, but every once in a while I would go have these, you know, big meals, church potlucks and buffets and, you know, so I would eat salad, right? And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of amazing what I can define as being salad if I, if I really want to. So I gained over, you know, say... 10 years, I gained gained back 100 pounds. And I was, you know, at some point I said, you know, this really isn't abstinent anymore. Um, and I, I stopped identifying myself as being, you know, uh, abstinent. And, um, you know, I, I, but I kept coming to program, I was going to a meeting or two a week at least. I had a sponsor. Um, I was, I was marginally, in program and um you know that went on for quite a while uh it's been up and down in there and and so i think my highway uh in this sort of pseudo abstinence was 325 um i i, I guess i lost about 10 pounds before uh the super bowl of last year when i was 315 and you know, at, and that was sort of my last last binge. It was, you know, kind of a Super Bowl party and having way too much food. Uh, and then um, I lost about 10 pounds before the pandemic started. And then all of a sudden, all the stuff I was doing before got, well, I'm retired. So when I say all the stuff, it means like, oh, my little volunteer job or my retirement job where I was, you know, um, an usher for a sports team and, and my, you know, playing golf, that's, that's the stuff that got taken away. But since all that shut down, I, I started going to a lot of meetings and I really sort of 
ratcheted up the program. I've been to a meeting just about every day. I, I, um, at one point I was keeping track of it. I have a friend in program who, um, his first like three years of the program, he went to at least a meeting every day and he could tell me, well, I've been to 1200 meetings in 1137 days. Now I'd say, wow, that's great. What's the ratio? And at one point I had, you know, I, com I computed the ratio, but I kind of gave up on that because it's still greater than one. Uh, and, um, so, you know, since the pandemic, I've been um, abstinent. Well, all right. So I was, you know, I would still go have like one big meal um, every once in a while, or I would go eat leftovers out of the refrigerator after my wife went to bed, um, stuff like that. And then in July, um, I must have said something that sounded somewhat smart at some meeting because a woman from Virginia called me up and wanted me to come speak there. And I was like, well, no, I, I, I'm not abstinent. I overate, you know, two nights ago. And she really got in my face. And she says, your abstinence needs to be more important than this. You know, it should be the most important thing in your life. And I was like, oh, my goodness, she's right. And um, I talked to my therapist like, a day later and he said okay well write down a list of the things you're going to do before you eat and one of them was call this woman rachel and i i i haven't done that i haven't had to do that i haven't eaten after dinner since uh, july so that's um that's six months or no no i guess it's more than that I guess it's eight months nine months now and um yeah and so I and I've you know lost it's been um 50 pounds since the pandemic now um, I'm doing yeah doing a meeting every day doing an inventory um and doing a lot of um yeah, a lot of program stuff I started men's meeting on Saturday afternoon um just you know stuff and I do uh do an inventory every day. I I dictate it into a computer. Now, one of the things I do in there is I do a um, I, I do the first first three steps. So I and it's not the same you know thing every day. But so this is what I wrote today. Um, I'm still powerless over food. I'm addicted to certain substances, but I'm also addicted to getting as much as I possibly can. I eat beyond being full. I have no concept of what it is to have a single portion of something. I choose the biggest meals I can find. I'm also powerless over my son, his mom, and my wife, and that makes my life unmanageable too. Through this program, I've had some small awakenings. Some of them have been physical, that bouncing of my step. Once I've lost weight of being able to do things again some of it is emotional where i'm seeing how i can be a better person seeing where i was wrong making amends when i've done something to harm someone and i feel a little more spiritually alive and active when i'm connected to this program all of this leads me to believe that there is some loving higher power that i have no ability to understand i can only understand a little bit of it at a time and so for today i'm willing to just give up the debate and call it god with a capital g God with a capital G. I give up. I surrender at least my food for today. Please give me the willingness to turn over the other areas of my life. Please let me know what the next right thing to do is, especially with my son. 
So, um, and it's a different thing every day, but it's always sort of working the second step backwards where I realized that um, because of this program, I've had some small spiritual awakenings. And because of that, then I can trust that there's a, a, a higher power in the world and I don't have to, um, you know, I don't have to explain it. I just have to say, okay, there's something there. There's a God with a capital G and I give up, you know, trying to answer the giant questions of the, of the day. Uh, yeah, I've got, what else do I want to say? Um, yeah, I, I talk to my sponsor sporadically, you know, he kind of has a light hand. Um, and I've been, he's been my sponsor for about five, six, probably even longer than that now. Um, we meet, we were meeting once a year at this men's retreat in Santa Cruz in October, and I would do a, um, a fourth step before I went there, and then we would spend like, you know, an hour, maybe half an hour um, doing a fifth step. And I would, I kind of have gotten to the point where I would do, um, there were shorter and shorter versions of it. So, uh, you know, my first one was, my first one way back when was answering, um, you know, like 120 questions out of, uh, out of this worksheet. Um, and I've done the big book style one. I've done the, um, lately it's been the, um, oabigbook.info sheets where, you know, you can fill out the form and check the boxes. And I really kind of like that. So it gets, it gets through it quickly. I mean, I've also done them where I've had 150 names on the list and, um, the columns and, um, stuff like that, but it's, um, you know, it seems to be getting smaller now, uh, getting more, uh, you know, it's like my, my son's mom, my ex is in the hospital now. And I really hadn't talked to her in 15 years. Um, and the time that we spent talking with each other, uh, over the, you know, okay, so we split up when he was three. So from the time he was three to 18, um, you know, 15 years, we talked, you know, once a week dealing with him and stuff like that. But I made amends to her um, the first time, you know, like when he was five, my first round in program. And then I made another set of amends to her um, in 2002, 2003. Uh, and I kind of cleaned up my side of the street, um, to the point now where it's like, there's no real juice left in it. I mean, some of it is time, you know, some of it is just, um, you know, we're all past that now, but, you know, there was like some times when I, um, wished ill on her and now it's just, it's gone. You know, and that's kind of because of this program. Uh, yeah, the program has given me a lot. So I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for this meeting. And, um, you know, I, I, I hadn't been to the, you know, physical meeting probably, but like once a year for the past, you know, 10 years, just because it was, you know, traffic and, and parking and, you know, Tuesday night and all that stuff. 
So having being able to come here every week um, and um, you know see some some familiar faces and and um, you know forty one people. I mean, I think we may have had forty one people way back when, uh, but. Yeah, anyway, I'm glad to see that you're all here. Uh, what am I doing on time here? Shoot. Um, 20 minutes. Uh, you know, I'll just yield the rest of my time. That's, that's good. Thank you.